in a series called Running with Giants, and we're talking about giants of the faith. And uh, there's some message notes in your worship guide if you want to take those and not use them today because I'm not teaching this message today, okay? So you can use the back of it. It's blank. So um, I'll teach that another day. It's good. It's a good message, too. But I, I just felt something so, hard, so, so much on my heart today that I just, I, I just want to share with you from my heart about a giant of the faith. We've been talking from Hebrews chapter 12 in verse 1. It says this, that therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles us. And it says, and let us run with, can we say this word together? perseverance. Let's say it together. Perseverance, the race that is marked out for us. Perseverance. If we're going to win the race of life, if we're surrounded by this cloud of witnesses, we've been talking about, man, if the witnesses of the Bible could come down and run a lap with us, what would they say? What would different people say if they could come out of the stands and encourage us along our journey? And today, I want to encourage you uh, from the life of Joshua from the life of Joshua. Joshua was a man that God had leadership in his future. He was somebody who was going to be used greatly by God. He was was chosen to spy out the land of Israel. And the thing that made Joshua a household name, even to this day, was the fact that when everybody else looked at how bad the situation was, 10 of the 12 says, We feel like grasshoppers. They look like giants. We can't do what God's called us to do. But Joshua and a man named Caleb were full of faith and trusted that if God said he was going to do it, then he's going to do it in our lives. Joshua trusted that God God is a God of his word. And that you can trust if God says he's going to do something, you can go ahead and take it to the bank. And it doesn't matter how big the giants are. And it doesn't matter how how impossible the situation looks. If God's on our side, everything's going to be all right. And I think if Joshua could talk to us today, I think if we could hear from him today, I think he would simply say this. When you feel like giving up, just keep moving forward. I dedicate this message this morning to somebody who feels like giving up. You you come in here on your last leg. You come in here afraid. You come in here worried. You come in here full of anxiety. Maybe on the outside everything looks great and you've had a smile on your face and you you look nice today. But on the inside, if you could be honest, you'd say, I'm at a place where I'm, I'm just ready to give up. I'm at a place where I want to give up. I dedicate this message to you just to encourage you that this does not have to be the place where you give up. I think Joshua would say to us, there were so many times along the way whenever I felt like giving up, but I learned a lesson along the way. Whenever I felt like giving up, that's the time where I need to just keep on moving forward, to take one more step forward, because as I step forward, God will give, God, I possess more of the promise of God. That's what the promise was to Joshua. Every place your foot stands on, I will give to you. In other words, Joshua My job is to fight for you. Your job is to just keep on taking a step forward. And every step forward that you take, and you feel like giving up, but you take one more step forward, and you get knocked back one more time, but you take one more step forward. Every time you take a step forward, I'm giving you that land. 
Every time you take a step forward, I'm doing something mighty through your life. You see, God did not create you and call you to leave you halfway between the promise and the fulfillment of your promise. Our God is a finisher. Hebrews 12, 2 says that Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful he's not just the beginner. See, in life, I used to admire people who had the faith to start. But now I'm becoming obsessed with those who've had the fortitude to finish the journey. I'm excited and thankful that we serve a God who he's a finisher. That in the middle of the struggle, in the middle of the trial, maybe you're right there in the middle of it today. Don't give up. God's not finished with you yet. Just keep on moving forward. I want to walk through a story in Joshua's life, probably the most famous Joshua story. I love it. We call it the story of Joshua when he fought the battle of Jericho. And Joshua chapter 6 tells us about this passage where he, we see the wisdom and leadership of Joshua and we see the tension in Joshua's own heart like we all experience. It says this in Joshua 6 verse 1, Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. So this is Joshua's first leadership opportunity, those 10 spies that I mentioned earlier, them and an entire generation, because of their unbelief, they died without receiving the promise of God. They died in the wilderness. But Joshua, here he is with a generation gone. He, he is the leader of Israel, and he's facing his first battle, Jericho. And Jericho was significant because it had great walls around it, great walls that protected the city of Jericho. And it says that the, the, the city of Jericho, it was shut up outside and inside. Nobody was going in. Nobody's going out. Watch this. Verse 2. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, could you say that with me? See, I have given Jericho into your hand, its king, and its mighty men of valor. The thing that I find interesting about this scripture here is the tense in which God speaks to Joshua. He doesn't say, see, I will give Jericho into your hand. What does he say? He says, see, I have given Jericho into your hand. In other words, God speaks about their impossibility in the past tense. And I think Joshua starts getting a revelation, and he would encourage us here today. He would simply say this, keep on walking, keep moving forward, even when you don't see what God says. Keep moving forward. God says, I've given you victory. God, Joshua says, well, I don't see victory. Joshua says, any moment in your life where you feel like you have a word from God, but you haven't seen the fulfillment of the word from God, he said, just keep on walking, even if you don't see it come to pass. Keep on walking, even if it doesn't make sense. If you have a promise about your kids, if you have a promise about your career, if you have a promise about your business, if you have a promise about the purpose in your life, if I can encourage you, God says, it's already done. Are you going to trust what you see? Or are you going to trust what God says? And he says, look. And Joshua says, I am looking, God. I, I got my binoculars. I see. It's a wall. <laughs> Can you see, God? You ever wondered that? Like, God, are you seeing what I'm seeing? <laughs> I see a wall. I see a city surrounded by walls. See, anytime God calls you to a great purpose, it's like an optical illusion. You have a choice in what you see. I want to show you an optical illusion, an example of this. And I want to ask you a question. What do you see? What do you see? How many see, be honest, what's the first thing you saw? How many saw a candlestick? Anybody see a candlestick? 
Man, we have some candlestick people in the house. How many see, sees two faces? See two faces? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, here's another one. This one's a little freaky. The next one. There we go. It's invisible. How many see a duck? How many see a rabbit? I just blew somebody's mind here today. So which is it? Is it a duck or is it a rabbit? You know, it's all a matter of your perspective, isn't it? What is it, a wall or is it a victory? What, what, what is it? What, what, is it an impossibility? Is it a sickness that's unto death? Or, or is it an opportunity for God to do something in my life? God says, do you see what I see? And if, and if I could just encourage you for a moment to look at your problem from God's perspective and give him a chance to do something mighty in, in, your, in your life. Because there was something that God was trying to see, and it's, we get a clue in, in verse 1. He says, see, the city was barred up and nobody was coming in and out. In other words, Joshua, the intensity of the fortification of the wall it has increased. So God was trying to show him that the enemy was nervous. <laughs> he was trying to show him that the, that the enemy was so nervous, they had shut all the gates and they were shut down. And I want to encourage you to let you know the enemy always gets nervous before you have a breakthrough. The enemy always gets nervous before you break down the wall that's been in your way. And you may be at a place in your life where you've been, expe you've been expecting God to do something great. And it feels like everything's going in the opposite direction of the vision God gave you. I want to encourage you, the, 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 the opposition's always stronger before the walls fall down. And God says, if you would take that opposition as confirmation... Take the opposition in your life. I feel like as a pastor, that's an ongoing conversation that I have with people because we make decisions to serve God in radical ways. We make decisions to get baptized. Next service, we have somebody getting baptized. Next week, we have three people getting baptized. If you need to be baptized, the water is ready for you to be baptized. But can I encourage you, the moment you step out of your comfort zone and go bold for Jesus, you know what the enemy's going to do? There's going to be some walls that are going to be fortified. And the easy thing for us to do is we can stop when the fortification comes in, in our situation. Whenever the walls get barricaded up around us and God says, no, 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 no. You're seeing it all wrong, Joshua. Understand that the, 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 the enemy's nervous and he's just, he's just boarding it up because I'm a, they know the victory's coming. Do you know that the enemy knows the victory's coming? He just wants you to not know the victory's coming. The scripture says, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. In other words, the enemy knows he can't even destroy you, but he knows this, you can destroy yourself. Joshua had seen a whole generation destroy their own victory because they didn't see from God's perspective. Can you see it? Can you see it? In this season, he goes on to say in verse three, you shall march around the city. So God starts giving him instructions. So good. You shall march around the city, all the men of war around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Okay, so go around the city once for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. And on the seventh day, you shall march around the city seven times. And the priests shall blow the trumpets. So simple command, six days, once a day, seventh day, seven times. 
When it's over, you're going to blow a blast of the horn. And when they made a long blast of the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and you shall, and the wall of the city is going to fall down flat. The people shall go up, everyone straight before him. God gives Joshua a very detailed plan, what he's about to do. Six days, once a day, seventh day, seven times, blow a horn, shout, and the walls are going to come down. So watch what Joshua says to his people. Watch the, the wisdom of this great leader. Verse 6. So Joshua, son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, here he is, take the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Ark of God. And he said to the people, go forward. Whoa, whoa, whoa time out. Time out. What about the seven days, the six days, once a day, seven day, seven times, ram's horn, shout. The only instruction that he gives to the people is just go forward. What you find distinctly missing from Joshua's command is everything God said except for go forward. He doesn't give them all the details. He just tells them keep putting one foot in front of the other and trust that God's going to do something great in our nation. And it says, just as Joshua had commanded the people, seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horn before the Lord went forward blowing the trumpets with the ark of God and the Lord following them. The armed men were walking before the priests who were blowing the trumpets, and the rear guard was walking after the ark while the trumpets blew continually. And watch this. He adds a command that God didn't even give him. Joshua commands the people, verse 10, You shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you're going to shout. So he doesn't give them the details. All he tells them to do is shut up. I think Joshua was a parent. Are we there yet? Shut up. You got to love this about Joshua. I wonder why did he do this? He, 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 you know, undoubtedly, these mighty men of war, I'm sure they weren't too pumped about it. Okay, Joshua, what are we going to do? What did God say? Okay, here's what we're going to do. I want you to... Walk? We're going to need our sword? No, 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 you're not going to need that. Just, you leave it at home. It's all right. Okay. We're going to like intimidate him then, right? We're going to like, hoo, 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 hoo. we're going to like put mud on our faces and just look like crazy people. Is that what we're going to do? No. We're going to walk. And here's the other thing. We're going to use our six-inch voices. We're going to use our six-inch voices. Please, you're going to not say a word. And these guys have to be just freaking out. Joshua, have you lost your mind? We're not even supposed to say a word. And God's, what, what, you're not even telling us what God's doing. What's going, do you ever feel like you have incomplete instruction from what God says to do in your battle? Many times I think God says, just keep your mouth shut and move forward. Just, I, I, I'm not going to give you all the details. If, if you are a parent, you completely understand this because if you gave your kids all the details, there's no way they could even comprehend it. My son asked me not too long ago, why did two people get married, Dad? I was like, well, um, I, you, they love one another, son. That's what happens. That's why they get married. If, you know, there's no way his six-year-old brain comprehend the, the romance and love between, you know, she still thinks girls have cooties, you know? And do you, do you not believe that we serve a God so much bigger than our brain that if he told you everything, told me everything, our brains would explode. 
Many times he says, son, I'm not going to explain everything to you. I just want you to put one foot in front of the other foot and then put it in front of the other foot and in front of the other foot. You just keep moving forward and I'll take care of the miracle in your life. Why did Joshua add this command? I believe because he had seen an entire generation, friends and family members die because they talked themselves out of their own victory. The entire nation of Israel had died in the wilderness because they did not because they did not trust God. They complained and they murmured and you're complaining if you don't contain your complaining along the way. Your voice can actually counteract God's purpose in your life. I think he would go on to say because this plan was crazy. I think he would go on to say, "Okay, keep moving forward in your life." Even when you don't understand the plan. Even when you don't understand the plan. Is there anybody honest enough to say, I, 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 I'm, having, I'm ha having, having trouble trusting that God's even with me right now in my life. I know all the promises. I know all the Bible verses. I know the songs. But if I would be honest, in my heart I feel like Feel like I just feel like I'm just kind of in a place of dryness, at a place where the, the victory is so far away from me. Could I encourage you to keep on walking, keep on trusting God, keep on speaking victory and speaking faith? Not speaking what you see, but speaking what God says about your life. He goes on to say in verse 13: if seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horn before the ark of the Lord walked on. Would you say walk on? One more time. I'll give you a chance. Walk on. <laughs> there you go. And they blew the trumpets continually and the armed men were walking before them and the rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord while the trumpets blew continually and the second day they marched around the city once and they returned to the camp and so they did for six days. Here's the third thing you'd say. Keep on walking. Keep on moving forward even when your progress is not obvious. So these mighty men of valor, they go walk around one day. They're like, all right, what are we going to do now? Okay, we're going to go back home. And tomorrow, we're going to do the same thing again. You know, it's hard to keep on walking when you don't see progress. And that's the struggle of progress, isn't it? See, it would have made so much more sense if whenever they started walking around the wall, like a brick would fall every step, like boosh, boosh, boosh. Boosh. And after that sixth day, after that first day, that's like a seventh of the wall down. They're like, let's go. This is amazing. Goosh, 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 goosh. But they had to keep on walking even though they didn't see anything working in their life. They had to keep on walking even though that nothing around them was happening. They had to keep on being faithful. They had to keep on keeping their mouth shut. They had to keep on putting one foot in front of the other even though nothing in their life looked like was happening, anything around them. See, as a kid, we would sing the song, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. I don't know if you've ever heard that song before. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho and the walls came tumbling down. Anybody ever heard that song before? As I was studying this, it hit me, the, the, the battle of Jericho was not at the wall. Joshua did not fight any battle at Jericho. Like, there was no battle at Jericho. I guess after the wall. Like, it, the song acts like there was some battle at Jericho, and then after the battle, the walls came tumbling down. No, really, the walls came tumbling down, and they just walked in and possessed a city. 
The battle of Jericho was in Joshua's own mind. The battle of Jericho took place in silence where no one could see it. See, you may be in a battle of Jericho season right now when you're sleepless at night and you're full of anxiety and worry about your finances or about your health or about your family. I just want to encourage, you're fighting the battle of Jericho right now. See, we think so many times this walk with God, it's this external thing. God, send me. I will do it. Something great. God says, no, the, the enemy, the, the fight, the battle of Jericho is in your own mind right now. And can I encourage you? Keep on fighting. You keep on being faithful. Thanks for coming to the house of God today. I pray that God blesses you for your faithfulness today. You just keep on walking even though it looks like nothing's working. You keep on giving even though it looks like nothing's working. You keep on serving even though it looks like nothing's working because God's working while you're walking. He's just doing a work in you. Could it be that God was trying to give them victory on the inside and then when the victory happened on the inside after seven days of doubt and they said, we trust you anyways, then the miracle manifested on the outside and God says, oh, when it's done on the inside, I'm going to manifest it on the outside and so don't stop, don't stop fighting on the inside right now because the moment your victory's coming. Your wall's going to come down. You just keep on fighting. You keep on trusting. You keep on believing because God's not finished with you yet. Just keep on moving forward, I think he would say. Keep on trusting. Keep on fighting the enemy, enemy on the inside of our hearts. goes on to say, On the seventh day they rose early at the dawn of day and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was, it was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. Here's the fourth thing you would say. Keep on moving forward even when your feet get tired. They had been marching for six days, six times around. Many people think that it's a four to six mile city. The seventh day, seven times, times six miles, it was a, it was a long day. A lot of walking. Why so long, God? My feet hurt. I'm tired. I don't feel like anything's happening. I'm tired. I want to complain. I, I want to say something. How long, God? Am I still in this? I thought it would be over by now. Can you believe again? See, you got to understand, these guys did not know they were going around seven times. Joshua had not given them all the information. They did not even realize how close they were to their own victory. They didn't realize they were only a few steps away. And if they just had to eat with their feet tired, with their feet burdened, well, I'm sure blisters on their feet. They weren't used to walking that far, that long, every single day. And you just keep on taking a lap. You just keep on walking. You keep on circling the city. You keep on doing what God has called you to do even when you're tired because you're closer than you think you are. I felt to tell somebody that today you're closer to your victory than you think you are. You're closer than the enemy's lied to you. Don't complain. Don't you trust God. You keep on doing what God's called you to do. The breakthrough's on the way. It says, and on the seventh time when the priests blew their trumpets, Joshua said to the people, shout for the Lord has given you the city. So the people shouted, and the trumpets were blown. And as soon as the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Joshua said, when you feel like giving up, you just keep on moving forward. 
Because church, there's more in you. You got more in you. I know you're struggling right now. I'm not trying to make light of that. There's people in this place struggling with big situations, big problems, big questions. If I could just encourage you from the life of Joshua, you just keep on putting one step in front of the other because you put your you step forward in faith today, God will give you this victory. You step forward in faith tomorrow, God will give you this victory. You just keep on taking one step after another and to see what Jesus will do. As I was studying this, there was a clip from a movie I'd seen, it's funny, it's called Facing the Giants. We're running with giants, we're facing giants, and they, you know, we're, we're, we're just talking about giants. So I want you to check this out. I, I think this is going to speak to somebody here today. Uh, it's not even funny, dude. <laughs> so, Coach, how strong is Westview this year? A lot stronger than we are. You already written Friday night down as a loss, Brock? Well, not if I knew we could beat them. Come here, Brock. You too, Jeremy. What, am I in trouble now? Not yet. I want to see you do the death crawl again, except I want to see your absolute best. <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to go to the 30? I think you can go to the 50. The 50? I can go to the 50 if nobody's on my back. I think you can do it with Jeremy on your back. But even if you can, I want you to promise me you're going to do your best. All right. Your best. OK. You going to give me your best? I'm gonna give you my best. All right, one more thing. I want you to do it blindfolded. Why? Because I don't want you giving up at a certain point when you can go further. Get down. Jeremy, get on his back. I get a good tight hold, Jeremy. All right, let's go, Brock. Keep your knees off the ground, just your hands and feet. There you go. A little bit left. A little bit left. There you go. Show me good effort. That way, Brock. You keep coming. There you go. It's a good start. A little bit left. A little bit left. There you go, Brock. Good strength. That's it, Brock. That's it. Not the 20 yet. Forget the 20. You give me your best. You keep going. That's it. No, don't stop, Brock. You got more in you than that. Hey, done. Just rest in a second. You gotta keep moving. Let's keep moving. Let's go. Don't quit till you got nothing left. There you go. Keep moving. Keep moving. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Your very best. Your very best. Your very best. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. Don't quit on me. Keep going. Keep driving it. Keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. That's it. Your very best. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. That's it. You keep driving. Keep your knees off the ground. Keep driving it. Don't quit till you got nothing left. Keep moving, Brock. That's it. That's it. That's it. Keep going. I want everything you got. Come on. Keep going. It hurts. Don't quit on me. Your very best. Keep driving. Keep driving. There you go. There you go. He's heavy. I know he's heavy. I'm buying out of strength. Then you negotiate with your body to find more strength, but don't you give up on me, Brock. You keep going, you hear me? You keep going. You're doing good. You keep going. Do not quit on me. You keep going. It hurts. I know it hurts. You keep going. You keep going. It's all hard from here. 30 more steps. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Keep going. Burn. And let it burn. burn. It's so hard. You keep going, Brock. Come on. Come on. Keep going. 
You promised me your best, your best. Don't stop, keep going. Too hard. It's not too hard, you keep going. Come on, Brock, give me more, give me more. Keep going, 20 more steps, 20 more. Keep going, Brock, give me your best. Don't quit, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't quit, don't quit, don't quit. Brock Kelly, you don't quit, keep going. Keep going! Go, Brock Kelly! You don't quit on me! No! You keep going! You keep going! Go, Brock! Ten more steps! Ten more! Ten more! Ten more! Keep going! Don't quit! Give me your You can! You can! Five more! Five more! Come on, Brock! Come on! Don't quit! Don't quit! Come on, Brock! Two more! One more! Oh. Let's go to the city. Let's go to the city. I don't have any more. Look up, Brock. You're in the end zone. Brock, you are the most influential player on this team. If you walk around defeated, so will they. Don't tell me you can't give me more than what I've been seeing. You just carried a 140-pound man across this whole field on your arms. Brock, I need you. God's gifted you with the ability of leadership. Don't waste it. Coach? Can I count on you? Yes. Coach? What is it, Jeremy? I wear 160. good I just want to encourage you to let you know there's more there's more in you there's more in you three things as we conclude today what do we do number one we need to contain our complaining if I could give you a homework assignment today is to, to not not speak what you see just till the let's just do it to the end of the day you say, well, I'm just a realist. Well, you're really going to miss the promise of God. Because God's promise is dependent on your trust. You can talk yourself out of it. And maybe some of you are going to have to be silent every, like the rest of the day. He's going to sit in a silent room. Stop complaining. Stop complaining about your kids. Stop complaining about your job. Stop complaining about the money or the lack thereof. Stop complaining about, stop complaining. And keep on walking. You can just imagine these people ready for battle, just walking silently for seven days. You just keep on trusting. Keep on walking. Here's the second thing. Do it together. The thing that was interesting about this whole process is that this wasn't just Joshua's battle we say Joshua fought the battle of Jericho it's not true there was an army that fought the battle of Jericho and we need each other 
Maybe this is your first time at this church. I want you to know this is a safe place for you to find people that are just like you on the journey of Jericho, walking around the walls. Our walls are all different. But church, we need each other. And before you leave this place, there's an orange tent outside and you can get in a small group and you can find, get connected, stick around, meet somebody, go to lunch with somebody. Don't, don't, don't fight your battle alone. We need each other. That's what we're called to do. And here's the third thing. Get ready to shout. Get your shouter ready. Like, in other words, keep your faith up talking to a friend of mine the other day and he was something exciting was happening in his church and the next thing he said was but I don't know I don't think I don't know if it'll happen and it's like God quickened in me I said don't speak that I said keep your faith up trust that God can do the impossible so what if he doesn't well what if he does keep your faith up get ready to shout and then about five minutes later, I was talking. And I started talking myself out of my own. And he said, I'm going to use your own sermon on you. You trust God. I, if, if I could challenge you to do this, how would you praise God today if the wall was falling down in your life? What would you do? Whatever wall is in your way, what would you do if right when you walked out of this place, it was done away with and demolished how would you praise God then if I can encourage you praise God that way right now you give God the kind of praise like the wall is, is falling down flat in your life like the way has been made you live you act like that I, I heard a story about when the concentration camps when World War II was won by the allies and they would go into Auschwitz and these places and They'd take these tanks and they'd knock down those concentration camps and people that were set free would come out of these terrible places, emaciated, without, you know, having been eaten in gas chambers, all these terrible things. And they asked the men who were in the tanks who had set them free, what were people doing? I thought so powerful. He said, they said, some were shouting, some got on their knees, some were dancing, some were singing, some were clapping. But everyone was doing something. Everyone. And I don't know what that is for you. But if you could praise God, give him something. Because you, Joshua, look, I've already given you the victory. So it's time to trust. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, I feel your presence here today. This message is for all of us. Lord, I pray for good men and women that are in a battle of Jericho in their own mind right now. Lord, let us take one more step today. Take one more step today. Take one more step today. Keep on trusting that you are a God who is able. In Jesus' name. If you're here today and you need to give your life to Jesus, God's doing something. You know... Maybe for the first time or the first time in a long time, it's time for you to have a fresh start with God. I want to lead you in a prayer. It has the power to change everything. If that's you today. I want to pray with you. Say, Jesus, you're the only one that can save me. So right now, would you save me? Would you help me? Lord, I'm afraid. I've been doing things my own way. 
God, I'm ready to give my life completely to you. Have your way in my life, God. Be my Lord, be my Savior, be my God. I give my life to you from this moment forward. I'm going to walk with you every day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, can we just give God a hand clap of praise for what he's doing? In the house?